Hi, and welcome to Good Change Conversations with myself, Christy Hunter, and Stina Smith. We're here to inspire everyday people to do good things. Good changes come in all shapes and sizes in the form of products, mindsets, routines, and more. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to small changes that will help you and the environment. We hope you take away at least one of these and change for the better. In the wise words of Elvis Presley, clean up your own backyard first and then the world's. Focus on the small changes. Don't try to do everything perfectly. Just little bits, one step at a time. Wick Nixon is an expert when it comes to delivering healthy food that doesn't cost the earth and doesn't take forever to prepare. Author of two award-winning Healthy Kids Lunchbox cookbooks, she's worked with hundreds of women through live workshops and events. She's also facilitated weekend wellness retreats and helped hundreds of women realise that prioritising their own health and well-being is essential through her online membership, The Wicked Healthy Tribe, and her one-to-one and group coaching programs. So welcome, Wick Nixon, to the Good Change Conversations podcast. It's so great to have you here today. Thank you. It's really exciting to be here. Great. So just to start with, I just wanted to ask you a very basic question. What does healthy eating mean to you personally? Yeah, so for me, it means making nutritious choices most of the time. We can never go for 100%, totally impossible. So whenever I eat, I make every meal count. And I'm always thinking, how can I get more veggies? Is a really good place to start. How can I get more veggies into my diet? Okay, and so like when you're thinking about the meal that you're putting together, are you putting together that you got the veggies and how yep. much of the portion of the plate does yep. it take up? Okay. So half veggie salad and quarter of your plate is protein. Great. Yeah, and then about quarter of your plate is more of your carbohydrates. But, you know, carbohydrates can come from leafy green vegetables and other sources anyway. It doesn't have to be the rice or the pasta, which I kind of steer away from anyway. But that is always what I'm thinking. And what are my healthy fats? So healthy fats play a really important role. So I would say the two main main food groups are your proteins and your healthy fats because those are what are going to keep you sustained. So exactly that is what I'm thinking. Every meal, where's my protein? What are my healthy fats? Have I got enough veggies? And what else can I add in to keep me sustained? Like some nuts and some seeds or just things like that. Yeah, and healthy fats you're talking about, I immediately think of avocado. Totally. Nuts. Yeah, what else yeah. is healthy? I'll often put a just a drizzle of good quality olive oil on top. The main sources. You might go for a hemp oil, or just always have that in mind. Yeah, about bringing in all those different food groups. Because I hear from so many women, I just get starving in the afternoon. Go back to that meal prior and make sure look at how much protein you're having and if you're adding in enough healthy fats. Brilliant. I love it. It's such a great topic of conversation. You know, we all just want to live the best quality life that we can live. And just to hear this coming from the horse's mouth, I mean, you're you're the expert in your field. So that's wonderful. But did you actually grow up in a family where being healthy was a total given? Well, no, I wouldn't say I was. I didn't grow up in an unhealthy family. I grew up on a farm in uh, Southern Hawke's Bay. And so it wasn't that mum was unhealthy but we honestly ate meat and three veg I just remember probably four or five times a week 
I don't ever remember there being any vegetarian meals in there. And it was a super healthy lifestyle. Dad had a massive big garden, which I've taken on, and now I have a big veggie garden at home here in Auckland. It was, there were veggies, there were definitely lots of veggies around, but it wasn't really focused around healthy eating. And mum's not quite sure where I got that from. Yeah, and I suppose the whole plant-based thing, it's quite trendy these days as well. It's with research and modern sort of research. It is, it is. I think that women especially not tuned into how they actually could feel in our really busy lifestyles, and especially as mothers and with busy kids, some women just don't realise that they could have energy and that it actually can come from food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just really important that women to be making it a priority so that they can actually sense the difference. And then once you sense the difference, then you want to keep it going. Yeah. I'm just thinking about myself and my daughter, actually, who is often quite tired and gets tummy aches as well. Right. So we're looking at stripping her diet right back to the basic. Because I, I say your gut is like, or the floor of water of, of a forest. We need to build it back up with all the good bacteria and... Yeah. Fermented um, foods. Yes. Really good for the gut. Okay. Yeah. Probiotics and prebiotics. Good Change Refill Bench Spray Concentrates offer three charming scents to fill the rooms of your house with nature's goodness. Our multi-purpose spray uses green tea and lily with undertones of sweet orange, lime, cedarwood and violet leaf absolute. Manuka and Kanuka from New Zealand's native botanicals provide a subtle lining to the spray. Our kitchen spray for the modern home collaborates sweet orange, lemon, blood orange, lime and petite grain with a lining of Kanuka. And our bathroom spray uses a fresh and delectable eucalyptus and mint lined with kawakawa the beautiful heart-shaped New Zealand native passing on love from nature. So for those who have not been actually brought up in the world of healthy eating or healthy nutrition, is it hard to make the switch from packaged foods and fast foods to healthy, easy sort of make-at-home options? Because I know it's really easy to throw a lunchbox together if you're just grabbing a packet of this and a packet of that and bam, 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 there you go. And if you are used to convenience foods, and don't get me wrong, my kids don't eat everything that I put in front of them. So it's what people think. They put me on a pedestal and think that my kids just eat anything and they don't. I've got three teenagers, so they make their own decisions right now. And so moving from packaged to home-based, it does take organisation and it takes preparation. So yes, there is some time involved there. But once you get into the groove and you feel so good from nourishing your family and baking that you've made from home, it feels so good for you. Do you dedicate your Sunday to... No. No. No, I don't. I'm a bit of a multitasker. When I'm cooking, I might be making a slice for the lunch boxes or just getting myself prepared. For those that are really super busy, I would highly recommend dedicating a couple of hours in the weekend to do some baking. It might be to chopping up veggies so that the options are there and the more you're going to choose them. If you get home from work, you're starving. You haven't got a rational brain, you'll call for the chips because that's what's calling you, right? Or the chocolate. Yeah. But if you've got hummus and you've got veggie sticks cut up already in the fridge, the option is easier. Yeah. So that's where it takes that organisation. So the thing I have a big problem with is the kids have sport and activities yeah. every day after school. Yes. And what's your go-to for, well, for a healthy See, option? I would have thought ahead the day before yeah. or in the weekend and gone, okay, Tuesday nights are our late nights. 
on Monday night, I'm going to double my meal. And then Monday night, you do like a spaghetti bolognese, for example, because that's always a goodie. And I might double it and then I'll serve it in nachos or quesadillas or wraps or tacos the next day. I'm thinking ahead about what is coming up and where I'm going to get caught out. Or I might have a meal in the freezer. We don't have a lot. My son's driving himself to um, sport, so he's really independent. So I don't have that need. But when they were younger and I was in that boat, that's exactly what I would be doing. Or getting home, it would be nachos, burger patties, really good to have in the freezer. Whether they're vegetarian, like you can do a chickpea and edamame patty, freeze them. I do a a beautiful pork and apple, get your pork mince home, make them up, get them in the freezer, free flow them. What is free flow? Free flow, so you already create your patty, you put them on a tray, and then you put them in the freezer like that or a plate. When they're frozen, you pick them up and put them in a bag so then they don't combine. So then you can just take out. Ah. That's what free flowing is because that's what I grew up. Our chops were always free flowed on the farm. So burger patties are a really good option to have in the freezer. Yeah. Brilliant. And what about pantry staples? Just, oh. you know, dry goods in the pantry. What are the things that we should all have? You should all have whole chopped tomatoes. So that's in a can. Tomato paste, lentils, beans. Nacho chips, just the plain, don't need the cheese, additives and preservatives come in, but just plain nacho chips. Tacos, whole grain wraps are really good because you can do wraps or you can do quesadillas or you can do enchiladas or there's just so many different options. But you don't even need sauce mixes. You don't need those because if you just have whole peeled tomatoes or chopped tomatoes, tomato paste, that's my flavouring, Worcester sauce, can't go without it. Yeah, I'm a love yeah. water sauce. Yeah. yeah. And it can just flavour so many. And then your spices might be mixed herbs. I've got a huge range of spices, but those are just the basics that you just need. And then you can throw anything together. You're making me hungry. <laughs> Adding in heaps of veggies like grated courgette and grated carrot and finely chopped up spinach. And if your kids pick that out, then just really lightly blanch them or steam them and then muley them. And then just toss them through. Can't see it. You know, if you do that that veggie mix, you can then freeze it in little silicon muffin, indicating the size here with my fingers. I know you can't see my fingers. And then when you're doing your nacho mix, just take it out frozen, chuck it into your nacho mix, and it's all just de- defrosts. So, so that's a really good thing to do when things are in season. So now we're in summer. Your tomatoes, your eggplants, your zucchinis, and red peppers, roast up heaps of those, muley them, and then put the freeze them for when they're not in season, and then yeah. you've still got that goodness. Yeah, because tomatoes are so expensive out of season, I just refuse oh, to buy them. Yeah, I'm such a seasonal, and that's how I keep my cost down. And also, if you're eating seasonal, that's where all the flavour is. If you're having a dinner party, yes, what's your go-to or what's your ideal dinner party if you're on a time limit? Because we're yeah. all just time constrained yeah. these days. I plan ahead. I would do like three salads. I loathe doing having a dinner party where everything is last minute. You know, you can't have it until it's last minute and it's cooked then there. So I would pre-make the salads, which you can do the night before, keep the dressings aside, toss them all just before people arrive, put the dressing on just as you're serving, and then I would do like a leg of lamb on the barbecue. I'm not big passionate about it. I eat it. I love it, but cooking a roast doesn't really inspire me, even though I grew up with it. That's probably why, actually. Yeah. So I'll outsource meat to my husband on the barbecue. Also, don't be shy of asking people to bring something. 
share the load. Hey, another really good nibble is a grazing platter. So good. You can just buy hummuses, you can buy cheeses, and just chuck it all on. You buy, put some corn chips on and then crackers and veggie sticks and nuts and seeds, and you might be able to put some scorched almonds on there or a little bit of chocolate. It looks, and then cherry tomatoes, it looks really impressive, feeds a lot of people, and it's like 10 minutes to put together. Love it. And for dessert... Yes, let's get yes. on to the pudding. I've got this beautiful recipe for a raw lemon zesty cheesecake, and it's made out of cashews. You'd have no idea, but I'd make it the day before. So I'm always thinking ahead, planning, and you know, if berries are in season, I'd, I'd serve it with that. You can even do a fruit grazing platter. So instead of it being savoury, it could be sweet, and you put some bliss balls on there, and you put some chocolate bits, and it's just people just can help themselves and pick. Yeah, that's yeah. my ideal way to eat, I think. Like yeah. just nibbly bits. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people like as yeah. well. Good Change. We are more than just a range of eco products. At Good Change, we're on a mission to promote and inspire good changes within the wider community. Our podcast delivers narrative from those who have made good changes or are doing something positive in their lives. We educate the youth in the dangers of microplastics and how to protect our oceans through the purchasing choices we make. We sponsor beach cleanups for schools to encourage recycling and the importance of looking after our precious planet. And for every product we sell, we donate clean drinking water to families in Cambodia. We promote small positive changes and we call this our small change revolution. We want to take you with us on this journey, so climb on the wagon and come for the ride. Visit www.goodchangestore.com and learn more about us and what we do and how you too can make a difference. So with our children, should we give them supplements or should they be getting all of their goodness from the food that they eat? Because I know there's a lot of trace minerals missing in the soil these days, so I'm really interested to hear your thoughts. Well, my daughter isn't the greatest eater, so yes, I am about to put her onto a supplement because I know that she's not getting what she needs. It depends what your I'm not an expert in supplements, but I know that our soils are very depleted and also from the fertilizers and the sprays and the chemicals that are being put onto our veggies to make them grow faster, especially also if your kids are really sporty, I would have them on some sort of just a, a multivite. But as I say, I'm not an expert in that field. But you know, as a mother, what your children are eating. And if you see that there are gaps in their diet, where I see my, there are big gaps in my daughter's diet. So putting her onto a multivite is a really obvious solution. Yes. You know, or us as parents, because we know that they are getting some nutrition. Because they talk about sugar feeds the bad bacteria, is that right? And then yes. leafy greens... That's the good stuff to give well, you the good Well, all veggies bacteria. are the good stuff. You can't have too many veggies. Yeah. Hey, so Wick, you run these amazing retreats, and oh, I'm really keen to hear a little bit about these. Tell us about your retreats that you do. Yes, so my retreats I run up in Whodanaki. I am always on the lookout for other venues around New Zealand. Because I'm all about the food, I need a big space where it can house everyone around the kitchen. So the reason why women come on these retreats is because they need to reset. They really want to kickstart their healthy eating and by coming away on a, I was going to say intensive, but it's not intensive because there's a lot of downtime. Just a weekend retreat, it really helps them to sort of just absorb the 
information and be able to make it achievable. So if you are a foodie or a wannabe foodie or you just want to learn more about nutritious food, absolutely for you. If you're not a foodie and you know food doesn't play a big part in your life where it's not that important, then not for you. But it is an amazing weekend of relaxation, resetting, nourishment, and just learning about how big a role food plays in your health and well-being. But then, as I say, I have a fitness lady who comes with me, so there's lots of just low-key exercise. It's not for the fitness fanatics. It's a divine area, so we do lots of walks, swimming, and you know, reading books, the connection with the other woman is the biggest part that I'd say, though. And any particular age group or demographic that comes along, or is it just a mix of yeah. young and old? And Yeah. I would say it, between 40 and – I had someone in their 70s on my last retreat. So I've got one coming up at the end of March, if anyone is interested. Great. So, so where do they go to, to get more information on I'd that? Just head to my website, wickedwellbeing.com, and then forward slash retreat. And you'll find all Brilliant. the information there. Awesome. I'll be jumping right on there. <laughs> so I've been reading through some of your blogs and you cover some really amazing rituals to help develop these long-lasting habits. Yes. We would just love to hear a little bit about these and how we can make them become more automated. Yes. So tell us a little bit about... So I always start my day with a warm lemon and water, a slice of ginger and a pinch of cayenne pepper. Now, women that come on my retreat, they're like, I'm not eating that cayenne. I'm not having that cayenne pepper. But then I'm like, just try it. And they're like, wow, that is amazing. And the reason being, it kickstarts your metabolism, kickstarts your digestive system. The ginger's really soothing and got inflammatory benefits to the gut. And then the cayenne pepper gets rid of your toxins. So it sends them screaming. So these are, and just a pinch. And they so, talk about turmeric as well. Oh, yeah, turmeric. So when turmeric's in fresh at the markets, I'll put a slice of turmeric in it. Turmeric's really great inflammatory food as well. Yes. So then I start my day every single morning like that. And then I make sure I'm having a well-balanced breakfast. For a couple of years, I did fasting. I'm just on anti-inflams at the moment for a sports injury. So I need to have the food in my tummy. As I said before, whatever meal I'm having, I'm always thinking, what is my protein? Where's my healthy fats coming from? So that, and actually the first meal of the day, whatever, whenever it is, is the most important. Whether it's breakfast or brunch or lunch, making sure that it's well balanced with those components that we spoke about at the start. Because if you are having, say, a high sugar first meal of the day, whether or you know it might be just coffee, then that's going to shoot up your blood sugar levels they're not going to be balanced. And then a couple of hours later, you're going to be starving. Then you can't make rational nutritional choices. You just keep on being on that roller coaster. So that first meal of the day, making sure that it's nutritionally balanced is really, really important. Good change, refill, bench spray concentrates. Have you ever thought about what would be left if you removed the 90% water from a bench spray? Here at Good Change, we have done just that. Our all-natural tablets are concentrates from nature, packed with New Zealand botanicals and essential oils, direct from the native forest floor. Simply pop your tablet into your bottle for good, fill with New Zealand tap water, and let the magic happen. Within 10 minutes, you'll have a virtuous and effective bench spray to lift your daily grime with the addition of an elegant scent. 
So is breakfast important? I say the first meal of the day. Yes. Because some people fast. And there is so much research that goes with fasting, how valuable it is. And when I did it, I loved it. Because we eat all the time. And we never give our bodies a break to actually renew and regenerate and actually digest all our food because we're always eating. And that's the benefits of fasting is that you give your body a break. And I finish eating by 7.30. So I just have this switch in my head that I'm looking at the clock and I go, okay, 7.30, get done. The other thing that I just, I have is three Brazil nuts okay. a day. What are Brazil, Brazil nuts, nuts are really good, a great source of selenium, which is depleted in our soils. It's just like a snack that I have. So I understand you've got a free challenge starting on, is it Monday the 13th of February? Can you tell us a little bit more about that and why you're running it? You sort of covered off a bit of that already, but... Yeah, so the reason is a lot of women, they want to eat healthier, they want to lead a healthier lifestyle, but they actually don't know where to start. So the reason why I do this five-day challenge is to break it down into really, really simple steps. We focus on three daily habits. One of them is the lemon and water. The second one is the first meal of the day because they're so important and I got a toolkit and so I give recipes on what that could look like. And the third is getting to bed earlier. If we are tired, everything feels so much harder. Because I'm a really early riser, like I wake up at 5, 5.30. So I know that I've got to get it at the other end of the day. And so we focus on those three habits. So for five days, collectively, we do all of those together. And then throughout the five days, I also share lots of other tips and ideas on how to bring in just a, a healthy lifestyle and making it stick in a sustainable way. Whatever you choose to do, it needs to be achievable for the long term. People do paleo, they do vegan, they do vegetarian. You know, there's so many different ways of eating out there and I don't dish any of them. But whatever it is, you just need to be able to sustain it for the long term. So my philosophy is just eat nutritiously most of the time and be a little bit flexible other periods of so, time. So you'll have a little piece of chocolate here and there. If oh, you... totally. Great. Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah, I might have a little bit of dark chocolate every day. Or I might have some courgette brownie. Yeah, Just don't eat the whole one. tray. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, it's so great because it makes it more manageable when you know that you can have little cheats oh, here and there. Well, a really good way to look at it is over a period of a week, you've got 21 meals, right? So you've got three meals a day, seven days a week. If you can kind of frame it that for 18 of those you eat nutritiously, three of those can be like you might know that you're going out for dinner. So if you can just frame it like that, 18, breakfast is really easy, lunch is generally easy, and if you have three meals that less than, it's like you just can just be. So can you just tell us three perhaps good changes or small little takeaways that they can take with them today to try and kickstart this healthy living regime? Well, my three tips would be what I'm sharing on my Healthy Habit Challenge. One lemon and water in the morning nutritionally balanced first meal of the day and get some sleep it's so doable so if your listeners are interested in joining the challenge they can go to wickedwellbeing.com forward slash habits 
Great. Great. And the date again for that free challenge is Monday the 13th of February. Correct. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. And I mean, you just exude healthiness, I have to say, and oh, a you. great energy as well. So the healthy eating is definitely doing something on your side <laughs> of things. But yeah, jump onto the website, have a read through. There's some awesome information on there. I was very inspired and we're just very grateful that you've come to Good Change Conversations and shared your journey and your little healthy tidbits to get us on our way. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure to chat. Thank you for listening to our Good Change Conversations. We hope you are walking away feeling excited and inspired by those doing good things. Keep coming back. We have so much more we want to tell you.